0: back to the basic bible podcast i'm your host kevin thompson and as usual seated next to me the man of all seasons but particularly this season (laughs) the jolly old uh ray jewel ray welcome back to the podcast
1: i notice i i always sit on the right side whenever we do these things kevin i think there's something there
0: Are, are you suggesting that i am to the left of you
1: you are to the left of me, and I mean right. I am correct, okay? You got that?
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, wow, okay. we, we are talking... Let, let's start this over again. I'm not sure, I'm not sure I'd like this intro, but... <laughs> I had to go there. You know, we have to behave, because we have a guest today.
1: Oh, is that right? Okay. All right, well... I when I didn't that didn't stop us I, the I, other I, day.
0: I, mean. I had to cover the microphone, because I was enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, on the line with us today is uh, Doug Stewart... Uh, Doug, you're the assistant pastor at LifeWay Baptist Church out in Indiana. Uh, welcome to uh, our podcast.
2: Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Well, uh, we appreciate, um, the greatest thing we appreciate as, as we think about, uh, as we're recording this, Thanksgiving is tomorrow. And what I'm appreciative of is free books. He is huge um, on free
1: books. You, you did the right thing by sending Kevin a free book. I was in his doghouse until I bought him one.
0: Yes, and so finally. And I'm am still waiting for a second one, but Well, uh, you you, you got a ways to wait. <laughs> well, you know, you, you Christmas, Christmas is, is coming. coming yeah. And if anyone, uh Doug, but well, you don't know, you, well, you know, this is a podcast, we're not on video, but if you if you could see the video here, I'm sitting with a man with a long white beard and uh a belly that's like full of jelly or whatever that the phrase is so um, oh ho ho <laughs> not hey, to get your right side <laughs> I, I i seriously think that my kids do think that you're santa claus oh um, definitely so <laughs> especially the other ones that's some theological it's controversy nice right there yet. <laughs> yeah uh okay uh, so let's let's talk about this book we're talking about the book amos perfect justice shocking mercy and this is um it's a, it's a short kind of like a Bible study um, that yeah. I, I found really, really helpful. So, um, Doug, first, I guess the question I want to ask first is, why Amos? Because I think Amos is one of those books that if you're looking through your Bible, first it's going to take a few minutes to get there, and then those right. pages might be stuck together because that's yes. not the section we turn to quite often. Right.
2: <laughs> sure. Well, that's actually the answer to the question. Um, Whenever we were beginning this project, we knew we wanted to do some work on Bible studies. We have a publication, and we've been publishing daily devotionals for teens primarily, but then we also added kids for many years. And devotions have their purpose. Um, They help us single out, maybe a specific truth about God and help us meditate on it, think on it. But we wanted to do more in our publication so when we started to work on bible study uh... we realized that it was more than just okay let's make a bible study so that you know people can get it and have it we wanted to use it as a tool to train Hmm. people and so that's a part of the reason why we chose the book of amos um... it's a book that not too many people are familiar with uh... it's a book that's towards the beginning of the prophets and so we wanted to do something early something that would be unfamiliar but something that would be a model to walk through with people to show them that you can study your Bible, you can understand what the prophetic book is saying, and kind of give them some keys to unlock some truth Hmm. so that as they go through their Bible on their own, they're able to see these things by themselves.
1: Maybe we should uh, mention the the organization that... uh, it says here, the Embark series is produced by Glow Publications, and I saw a trademark, yeah. Glow in the Dark. I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot, yeah. because that's what we're called to do as, as believers. So tell us a little right. bit more about that uh, group.
2: Well, this publication has been around the Ministry of Lifeway Baptist Church, and it's been, I think it's probably 19 years mm. now, yeah, and right. it was not started to me. I'm new to the ministry as of five years ago, so I just kind of was adopted into this. Mm-hmm. Um, first week I was here, it was, hey, what do you think about leading this and keeping it going? I said, sure, why not? Um, so the publication really started off with teen devotionals, and it was daily devotionals. It was the bi-monthly edition that we would print, send out. And that publication, uh, the Lord has blessed that, and we send out about 10,000 of those bimonthly. And probably about um, 10 years ago or so, we added the junior devotion book and then a curriculum for that devotion book. But we saw in our publication a need for Bible study. Um, there's, I guess, two main assumptions that we have. The first one is that there's a lot of Christian teens who know a lot of things about the Bible. Yeah have not really spent a lot of time in their bible um so that's the first assumption so we wanted to to give them a resource that would push them into scripture to allow them to see and ask questions for themselves because scripture we all believe this it it has the answers it's god's word It's sufficient. but if we don't even begin with it uh, we don't even know what questions to ask and even where to begin so where else to go than just straight to scripture so a resource like this that pushes teens to their Bible. And then also I think there is a certain level of teens where maybe they haven't grown up in church, maybe they are maybe they do have a background in church, or maybe they're just for some reason skeptical. I think there's a lot of teens who want real, genuine answers from scripture or at least are willing to investigate that. Yeah. And it's not sufficient for us as adults, as leaders, pastors, to just say, well this is why just because um, the Bible has some really good, solid answers, and so we're never going to find those right. if we just talk about them. We have to go look at them and find them and see them. So,
0: Yeah, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that because I, as a Christian school teacher, I, I find exactly what you're saying among my teens. A lot of them know stuff about the Bible. They believe the Bible is important um but they don't know actually how to dig through scripture themselves right. and to to and in fact many adults i think have that problem right so talk well, to us about exactly the format true.
2: We're, we're finding that as we go yeah. through this we made it for um seventh or, well, well ninth through twelfth grade we allowed it for seventh graders if they were in a group study but we had our devotion books from our publication and that was primarily of a seventh through twelfth grade yeah, that's okay. I don't mind a 12th grader with a daily devotional and thinking truth about God. That's a good thing. But if that's the only diet of Scripture they're getting, right. they're going to be really malnourished. And so yeah. uh, this resource was, okay, you need to get in. You need to look. You need to find for yourself so that you yeah. can meditate by yourself. Um, so that's really the essence of what we came up with us.
0: Yeah, and we want, we want people to be dependent upon the Word of God, not... Right my interpretation of the word of god or not my right. spoon feeding it to people i mean i, I obviously right. believe in uh, the importance of preaching the importance of church but i think also we are we are commanded to to be able to rightly divide the word of truth ourselves right. and if we're not right. doing that we're not getting we're, we're not getting as close of a relationship with the lord that we need right. to be having. we're always the but one it's step not a
2: experience as they come and see it for themselves yeah it's one thing to be told something it's another thing to see it and then because of what you've seen this new question pops up in your mind whether it's about god or sin or yourself or christ or whatever it is this new question pops up because you're interacting with the living and active Word of God. Right. And then, then Scripture then answers it for you. That's, I mean, that's the pudding for me. As I read through my Bible, I'm like, wow, and this is, this is talking about things I would have never dreamt up on my own. Yeah. But then it, it it brings the question I can't solve, and then
0: it solves it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, talk to us a little bit about the format that you're using, the of the, the Observe, Interpret, Respond.
2: Right. And that kind of goes back to what you were just saying, too. Even a lot of adults, we've started to use this with even some young married Sunday school classes in our church and even some just adult classes. And one of the things that we're finding is that people are just saying things that, you know, I'm keying into. Things like, I've never really read my Bible this way,
0: or Mm -hmm. I never really
2: thought about taking time to observe before. And these are things that we'll talk about all the time. Um, People might know these words. But I'm not convinced that people are practicing it. In fact, as I look at my own life, I've got I've got to come back to the basics on this frequently. Yeah. We just started this in an adult Sunday school class and I'm not teaching it, I'm co-teaching, letting someone else teach it. And they were making observations saying we, we need to come back to the basics. Uh, they were kind of selling that this is made for teens, but as as the adults were looking at it, they're like, you know what, I'm not used to doing this. I need to do this. So whenever we created it, we didn't want it to be just an academic resource that taught these things, so we thought for a long time, um, not like fist fighting, but you know, just sitting (laughs) down, talking over and over, what should this look like, what could this look like? We've we've looked at a lot of different Bible study books, Um, they're all laid out in similar ways, we wanted it to be inductive, but we didn't want it to be just, okay, page one, observation, um, question, 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 yeah. you know, four, three or four questions, you're done, page two, talk about this in your group, which is kind of a quasi-interpretation. Uh, right. And then an application, we want to just do it with them. So we don't label every question. Oh, by the way, this is an observation question. Right. The goal is that we model it and we walk the student through it so mm-hmm. that when they're done with it, they might not say, oh, I can give you a perfect definition of observation or interpretation or response, but they know what it is because they've been doing it. And,
0: well, then, and therefore,
2: it's... they know what it isn't whenever yeah. they are maybe in another study or even listening to mm-hmm. someone. Um, they know what it is because they've been doing it for themselves, and we don't want them to be dependent on the book. Right. In fact, my desire would be to, they spend time in this brief verse, they walk away saying you know i did that i can do that i want to do it more yeah. and i have and i have the ability to do it now
1: right the, the it sounds like a very natural approach to studying uh, god's word and i you know kevin and i we attempt on this podcast to bring stuff so everybody can understand i mean right. i have degrees in theology and whatnot but you know it's sort of worthless if people don't get it right i mean the bible sure. itself is written in the people the language of people and uh, right to be understood god's not an elitist yeah uh he's wanting uh, everybody to have this chance to hear mm-hmm. his word
0: well let's right. talk about amos himself the uh the shepherd prophet the man of the plumb line um let's uh You know what do you say to the person who picks up this book like oh amos i mean this isn't this isn't like romans or jonah uh this is why why should i bother with amos
2: sure well it is interesting that both jonah and amos are early prophets um jonah is from israel but he's sent Way east, mm-hmm. and you have Amos from Judah who's sent to Israel. So there's there's a whole bunch of dynamics right. there. The first thing I tell somebody, uh, and people have asked this question before, and I say, number one, um, this is a part of God's Word. Yeah. And if it's there, it's there for us. Right. And it's there for our doctrine, reproof, correction, instruction, of righteousness. So so we need it. Whether you know you need it or not, we need it. So let's dig into it. Um, that's why we use the exploration theme for the bible study the embark theme is that you're starting into something that maybe you've never started into maybe it's actually the hermeneutical process but maybe it's actually a portion of scripture you've never been in so let's take a portion of scripture that you've never been in and let's just pretend like you're a jungle with a machete and we're just going to go through it and we're going to learn along the way and it's going to be a little more difficult and we are a publication, so we do want to sell a product, right? <laughs> um, but we're more committed to the goal and the purpose more than more than selling something. Yeah. And so that might that might show up in in our revenue, but I don't care. I'm going to pursue right. it anyway right. because I want people to enjoy the the whole the whole part of scripture, even the parts they've never been in before. Well,
0: That's I don't worry about usually. the. Don't worry about the revenue, because after this podcast, revenues are going to go through the roof. Uh,
1: worry, we, expe- exactly. we expect a percentage of that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll be watching the analytics in about three hours, too. Sure.
0: <laughs> well, uh, in Amos, you have kind of these, and you mentioned here in the title even, these dual themes of, of justice, you know, um, in, in Amos chapter 5, 24, let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like yeah. an ever-flowing stream. But you also have that dual idea of mercy, justice, and mercy. Uh, kind of walk us through that.
2: Yeah, sure. So whenever you start this book, and this is the first thing that people see, and I, you know, try and tell them to be uh, consistent and be faithful and don't give up. You just see um, sins just plastered up on the wall. Um, hmm. Sins of other nations. You see, and most of the time you start, you're know, like, okay, you know, who are these people? Because used to the bible we're used to hearing about israel or judah tribes of israel but here you have you know, damascus and just all these other places and you see these sins you are not even sure what they are but then after that you see the judgment of god um mentioned for those things then you get into judah then you get into israel so you see judgment everywhere right and it's actually you know good that you ask that because although we know god is holy and although we know he is a God who judges, and we don't actually like to look at it when we see it, right? And you see it a lot in the Book of Amos. And so I've even observed people who are, you know, you know, Christians for years coming to the Book and saying, "This is just hard. Yeah. This is just heavy," because you see this judgment. It's it's amazing to me because we live in a culture right now. The word justice. Is such a hot button word. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Everybody wants justice for everything. And that's in some way a good thing because there is real justice out there. God is a God of holiness and justice. And so there is perfect justice, but where is it found? It's found in God. But before you can see that and, and enjoy that fact, you have to see God's holiness on display. You have to see Him judging and pouring out judgment on sin. So you have that through the whole book. Uh, So the book primarily makes that point. There is perfect justice that's found in the whole of God. But through the book, you see, I kind of picture it this way. It's a dark book. Um, That's why on the cover it's kind of dark and
1: cloudy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But
2: you see these beams of light coming throughout the book. Mm -hmm. Um, these, These hints of remnant that just kind of sparkle like a little diamond that's covered up. Um, As you go through scripture, those diamonds are unfolded and cleaned up, and you see them even more brilliantly, Uh, but that's the beauty of it. We know that God will do a great work in salvation, but sometimes, I believe, the view we have of God's salvation and rescue isn't as glorious as it should be, because we've not spent time looking at the judgment on sin, so these two are just mashed perfectly together in the book.
0: I think often we talk about justice today. It's a self-centered type yeah. of thing. I want justice because I feel like I've been wronged,
1: or my right. people have been, or wronged. my
0: people, or or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And when we're not yeah. focused on uh, just God's you justice, yeah,
1: <laughs> we're not. I, I agree with that completely. It's uh, you know we see a lot of things that have happened in my lifetime, and I was i I was a child of the '60s, so I've seen much,
0: much older than me.
1: Much older and much wiser. Much wiser well, than me. Well, I don't is. know about
0: that part. <laughs> oh, there
1: you go. There sure you add that in there. But <laughs> yeah. the, the the justice movements have been around right. since the '60s, and maybe yeah. even back into the '50s. Since I, had, I was born in '55, I wasn't cared about what was going on around me for a while, anyway. But the still thing, don't. No, well, do. that's true. But the uh, the thing is. Justice itself is a good thing. It's like mm-hmm. anything else, though. It's the abuse or the glomming onto justice for me and mine. Yeah. And not right. understanding feel that.
2: justice anymore. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> because then the justice is based on my standard of it. That's why exactly. you get some of the visions at the right. end of Amos uh the plumb line all these other visions with god like there is this perfect line there is this perfect justice but it's not found in you so the beginning of the book you know it's so powerful because we are prone to sitting on everybody else like if you do something wrong with me i'm gonna see it it hurts me and i'm gonna call you out on it and i want god to judge you or i want my justice however usually the justice that we want is really just a christianese kind of um uh what's what i'm looking for you get i think you deserve but i'm off the hook yeah well that's not really justice that's why he pushes Israel to say okay look at their sins yeah you're right they're sinful look at their sins you're right revenge is the word i'm looking for that's really what we want well, right. When we say justice, yeah. normally right. it's
1: just about right. revenge. Yeah, God take and care of them for me. Yeah. Of, of course, Jesus dealt, deals with that when he says, you know, take the right. plank out of your own eye yeah. before you go right. for the speck in your brother's. But, yeah. The, right. the,
0: <laughs> the trouble with justice is it may mean I'm, I get punished. Right. Right. <laughs> um But I, I appreciate also what you said about just uh, salvation will be all the sweeter mm-hmm. and all the more appreciated when you realize I need it. I need right. it because God's justice demands that I be punished for my sin. And then right. when and I realize the truth that we
2: know so well, right? I mean, yeah. if you've grown up in church, you've heard these words, you've heard these kinds of sentences, and you can still believe them, obviously, mm-hmm. but the whole canon of Scripture, and when you go back through and you see this unfolding, and you mm-hmm. see the dynamic of Israel and their sin, and what God is doing and creating a remnant, Oh, man, it just makes that so much more beautiful mm. and big mm-hmm. and majestic, and it just deepens our faith. So, again, the person who asks what will we
0: do through Amos, that's the answer. <laughs> that's yeah. what we want. That's what we need. So, right, maybe just maybe the minor prophets aren't so irrelevant as we thought. I didn't think yeah, that. I, I Did I, I ever say that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he, he's trying to get me into big trouble. Now you find it yourself. <laughs> I don't need help there in <laughs> that. Yeah, that's for sure.
0: All right, well, our, our time is kind of winding down here. And so, Doug, tell sure. us a little bit more about Glow Publications and, and what are some of the other uh, products that are available?
2: Yeah, so uh, online is usually where we have most of our products, and that's glowpublications.org. Um, we've had a store, and we're actually updating it in the next year, so we're really looking forward to that. Again, it's glowpublications.com, and you'll see that we have our devotion books. That's the first thing you see on the webpage, um, but then on the left-hand side, at least we'll change this here soon, but it has the Embark resources. It has a page about study in case you want to learn a little bit more about how to Mm. Right now, was through the pastoral staff would individually write and then go through as a staff and just grow together with god's word then we put into a group study of adults and teens men and women experienced teachers less experienced teachers we would put these groups together and put that group study so there's there's strong benefit i believe for doing this individually and then
0: Now, Doug, what I didn't tell you before, I, I did have some previous interactions with with Globe Publications, way back, what seems many years ago now, but when I was a, an assistant pastor out in Massachusetts, um, okay. I kind of inherited the youth group, and uh, we used. I inherited the publication. <laughs> and uh, we we used. I I don't I don't even remember how I found out about it. Um, but we used uh, the GLOW monthly devotionals um, mm-hmm. in our youth group. And, 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 you know, I remember just the – you had a variety of different writers, um, all solid guys. Um, I remember, I, th- I think, Tom Farrell, uh, Paul Chapel, among some of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm looking at your website now. It seems like you're, you're still using that, and that's – I know for for me, it was a help in my youth group.
2: We, we wanted those to be accessible, too. That's one of our core values is that we want products to be used. Um, the, the whole point of having this is to help people um, learn to love Christ more. In fact, our, our mission statement is simply this. It's our desire to exalt Christ by providing material that helps students know and pursue mm. Christ above everything else in their daily life. So our daily devotions are inexpensive, too. Actually, the price that slips my mind, but I think it's less than $2 a book. Yeah. Um, and we want people to get them, get them for their youth groups and just pass them out like water so that people have them and can use them. And many teens are not used to a daily time in God's word. That's a great place to start. Yeah. But again, that's not a place to end. Uh, there right. needs to be more as well. So that's why we've come up with this new resource.
0: Well, great. Well, Doug, thank you for taking the time. And I appreciate because we've actually had to reschedule this. Uh, We were going to do this a little while ago, but I I had to take a little trip to the ER for my son at that point, Um, and I've had some health problems since then, so thanks for your patience with all this.
2: Oh, it's been my pleasure to just be patient and pray for you in the meantime, and thankful we could do it now, so appreciate it. All right,
0: well, thanks again. Just give us one last time. Give us the website where people can go and and, and purchase the book.
2: Yeah, it's glowpublications.com.
0: All right. Well, thanks, Doug, and thank all of you for joining us and join us back next week as we, uh, actually, we're going to be great. We're going to be cutting down to Christmas. We are. Um,
1: we are. I mean, uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll have to do a special edition of misused scripture that is around the nativity story. That would be interesting. Because there are a couple.
0: And, you know, it's, it's rare that you actually have a, a, you know, a sit down with Santa well, on the podcast. So... Yeah. well this, Santa, anyway. this Santa's a believer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, the true Santa was—is well—that's another story for another time. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us again. Check out our website www.basicbiblepodcast.org, and we'll have the links we mentioned today on that website as well. Check us out on Twitter at Basic BibleCast and Instagram, same handles. So until next week, have a great rest of your week.